This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard. On pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold episode 151, part two. Part two. Let me show you guys this before I forget. And then we'll get back into the smart polls. If you remember when we were looking at Coral Gables, Florida, one of the big things they were pushing there was that they were using um, electric vehicles as their fleet of cars for the city of Coral Gables. And so they've been installing over the last few years dozens and then more dozens and more dozens and more dozens of uh, free electric vehicle charging stations for both the uh, public sector for the city vehicles as well as for the private sector for you folks if you own an ev car right and they're talking about green and how this is sustainable and everything else well i i mentioned on the show <laughs> i said let me see how they're producing their electricity in uh, florida and uh it's great because Wide Awake Jim is the one who turned us on to this on all the shows he was on. So they're talking about it being green, being green, meaning moving away from fossil fuels, right? Well, I said to myself, how is the electricity being generated, uh, created in the state of Florida if they're going to move everything over to electric vehicles? Well, look at this, folks. On statista.com, I have this up for the folks at pain.tv slash gold. It says here, distribution of electricity generation in Florida in October 2022 by source. And here's the chart. It's a pie chart. And what's this, folks? 75.1% of the electricity created in Florida comes from natural gas. There's fossil fuels, folks. Fossil fuels. Then you have 13% from nuclear 
5% from coal, uh, then you've got like I don't it's so minuscule hydropower uh oil and non hydroelectric uh so non hydroelectric and hydropower is literally like 0.08% or something so 75% comes from natural gas 5% from coal and uh 0.08% from oil so you have literally 81% coming from coal natural gas and oil right so they're creating their electricity using fossil fuels it says right here natural gas is the leading source of electricity generation in florida in 2022 it accounted for more than three quarters of the power generated in the u.s state nuclear uh, nuclear power followed in second nuclear nuclear it's uh, George W. Bush here. <laughs> My brother was the governor of uh, the uh, the state of uh, the state of Florida. Florida. Uh, it says nucle- uh, nuclear power uh, followed in second, but by a wide margin, representing some thirteen point three percent of Florida's electricity production. So again, eighty one percent comes from coal, natural gas, and oil. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So that goes to show you the flim flam operation that they are running there in Coral Gables telling people we're switching over to EV, we're switching over to electric, uh, and that's going to save the planet. That's going to save the planet. That's the green grift for you folks. All right, let's take a look at this. We've gone over some information on smart polls on this show, but this was a good uh, a good article I found from August 2020 we're a few months into covid land the high school theater production at this time this is from miller electric company uh if you want to check this out it's m-e-c-o-j-a-x.com and this is smart polls the gateway to smart cities all right smart polls the gateway to smart cities it says here, what are smart polls? And, and I'm not going to go. I have several articles on smart polls. I'm really interested in the uh, environmental uh, reading equipment on these smart polls. But I'm not going to get into all of that stuff. Uh, but this is for you folks that want to know about this. Uh, many readers may be familiar with smart street lighting. In many cities, modern street lights have been updated with more energy-efficient models that feature LED bulbs that automatically adjust for the best uh, output given the time of day and the density of traffic. Some of these lights even sport features that allow them to monitor brightness and air quality and serve as Wi-Fi access points. As fantastic as smart streetlights are, they pale compared to the possibilities presented to the world by smart poles. Streetlight poles are something most of us take for granted. How many do we drive by daily? They're so common that most of the time we don't even notice them. It is the vast amount, everyday utility, and near unnoticeable presence of light poles that make them the perfect vector to serve as the smart city's foundation. Let's repeat this. All right. So if I am giving a speech in front of a bunch of technocrats and we're talking about building the free range prison, the free range slave plantation, I would say to them, 
Uh, if I'm giving the pitch and I'm going to sell them, and then they're going, how are we going to build this prison planet around all of our slaves without them noticing? I would say to them, street light poles are something most of us take for granted. How many do we drive by daily? They're so common that most of the time we don't even notice them. It is the vast amount everyday utility and near unnoticeable presence of light poles that make them the perfect vector to serve as the smart city's foundation you see we're going to sneak them in folks we're going to sneak them in it says while quote regular end quote light poles serve only to one function to house a light fixture and maybe some accessories smart poles host a variety of critical technologies to smart urban infrastructure hence they are perfectly positioned to become the smart city's backbone and a potent income source for municipalities as one recent study puts it quote the over 303 million streetlights globally help form the backbone of the world's cities, towns, and highways. Until recently, this corner of the municipal infrastructure market had largely been ignored. But streetlights are now viewed as a critical asset to unlocking billions of dollars in smart city potential. Previously viewed as a major cost, up to 40% of a city's energy budget, streetlights are now viewed as a revenue opportunity, end quote. Ooh, who came up with this, ladies and gentlemen? It goes on to say, also having multiple technologies operating from a single pole reduces maintenance costs as the poles can be managed remotely. This feature alone improves energy sustainability and opens up space. In this article, we will discuss some of the essential smart pole functions. 5G infrastructure. That's what we were just talking about in the Verizon article. It says, no doubt, you've heard a lot about 5G lately. That's for a good reason. The internet speeds provided by 5G are absolutely necessary for the internet of things to function properly we've covered internet of things in great detail folks uh the speeds produced by current mobile networks will soon be inadequate to serve the increasing number of digital services requiring high bandwidth this choke point threatens the fulfillment of most smart cities and internet of things services fortunately smart poles can comfortably house 5g transmitters and repeaters this function combined with their vast numbers makes them the perfect solution so as you see they can't run a prison planet without 5g and then eventually 6g we'll eventually get into that as well folks uh smart security you've probably seen cameras mounted on modern street lights these are typically used to monitor traffic and in metropolitan areas they are often used for security purposes so how do smart poles make better use of these cameras a common problem facing modern law enforcement is the time required to analyze the vast amount of data that video surveillance systems collect while the data can contain valuable information sorting through hours of footage from hundreds of cameras is a time-consuming labor-intensive process that takes up valuable human resources no longer 
The smart cameras on smart poles will upload all footage into cloud storage. From there, law enforcement officers will be able to use smart analytics software, such as those produced by Gentech, to analyze the footage. This software can instantly scour hundreds of hours of footage searching for extremely specific features of a person, car, or object. This software, combined with automatic license plate recognition, will make crimes much more difficult to commit. All right. It also makes it difficult for you to maneuver around a smart city, a 15-minute city, or a smart village because everything you do is being tracked. 100% Truman Show. Big Brother. This is it, folks. Constantly monitoring you. And remember, people like Peter Thiel, one of my favorite transhumanist technocrats out there, major government oligarch, um, Peter Thiel has a company, Clearview AI, that they're using in a lot of cities. I haven't checked into it in a few months. They could be in even more now. That uh, does facial recognition in real time. And if they scan your face, they could pull up your digital footprint, your police file, everything available about you on the internet and government databases in a matter of a second. I could be walking down the street. They don't like what I'm doing. They scan my face and boom, they pull. Oh, Dustin Gold, host of the Dustin Gold Standard, works with Mike Moore, troublemaker, dispatch a drone, go see what this guy's doing. Um, Next, EV charging stations. With the mass adoption of electric vehicle and autonomous cars well on the way, vast numbers of EV charging stations will be needed to keep traffic flowing. Smart poles contain all the components necessary to host EV charging equipment and thus can double as convenient charging stations. This will dramatically increase the EV charging infrastructure and reduce the range anxiety that often keeps consumers from making the switch to an electric vehicle. So, again, we just brought up to you, it's all part of the green grift because in the state of Florida there, 81% of the energy is created using fossil fuels, right? But they're going to market it as green. Well, what's going to happen when the government is the one regulating the energy that goes into your car? No longer gas, but you have to rely on the electricity. Why do you think the governments in these cities are giving it away for free to force adoption? Right, Because that gets you to go out and buy the car. Well, I never have to pay for electricity. I'm going to get an EV car. Well, the government could eventually take that away. Or you're giving up your freedom, your liberty, your human autonomy in trade for perceived convenience. Because if the government gives you the energy to drive the car, the government can stop you from getting access to that energy anytime they want. You pull up. And, and this is just in simple terms, folks. You pull up, it scans your license plate, and it says, oh, sorry, that's Dustin. And he is not allowed to have electricity for a month because he used his allotment yesterday. See, folks, you're being driven into a trap, driven by your electric vehicle, right into a trap created by the government. And don't worry, you're not going to notice this because we're going to hide all this technology in the 330 million lighting poles around the United States. I'll be right back. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold.
You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I am Dustin Gold. You are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Payne.tv slash gold. We're going to pick right back up here with Miller Electric Company. And uh, we're looking at a section now, traffic monitoring and analytics. All right, the cameras and sensors on smart poles will monitor traffic patterns and relay analytics. We know this to be true now. You know, it's in practice because we saw that with Coral Gables. And although the uh, dashboards that they allow you to access as a member of the public because they're completely transparent and they want to be inclusive um, are really difficult to understand unless you're an expert because there's no real good graphic uh, user interface, no graphical user interface. It's really just uh, looking at the dashboards provided by the third-party companies that are providing the hardware and or software. But as we saw, we could see real-time analytics on the vehicular uh, traffic as well as the pedestrian traffic. Uh, it says right here, these analytics are used to improve traffic conditions and reduce commute times in the not-too-distant future. These same analytics will be used to direct drivers and autonomous cars to the closest available parking spot or EV charging stations. In the end, this technology will make for a far more enjoyable and productive time within cities. So if you want to do some additional research, what I'd look into, and I'm not going to do it, but what's the technology that's inside the smart pulse? that is allowing for the infrastructure for autonomous or driverless cars to be working around the city because we know that's coming they want to roll out autonomous cars in mass scale for uber lyft uh doordash they want to have autonomous cars doing all the food delivery and everything else goes on to say air quality internet of things sensors built into smart poles can continuously assess air quality Given that there are so many light poles that will eventually be smart poles, we will be able to monitor environmental air quality at an overall level never seen before. We're going to get into a little more of that um, shortly. Uh, sound detection. Sound sensors on smart poles listen for noise pollution associated with crime, riots, and social unrest. If an aggressive sound is made, the sensor will alert authorities who can then review the smart poles video feed to determine if police intervention is necessary. I mean, do you folks not see that this is a giant uh, free-range prison? I mean, you are the bad guy in this system. This is being designed around you, all right? All in the name to catch 16 bad guys, you're going to give up all of your freedom, all your liberty, all of your privacy. I mean, this is what is uh, this is what's happening. I, this is why I call it a free-range prison or a free-range slave plantation because you have the illusion that you could roam around freely, and you can until one of the smart poles picks you up and they dispatch a police to come and break your chops. All right, finally here. Oh, and the other thing is we saw in uh, Coral Gables, they actually have the ability to emit sound from the poles as well. So there's basically a speaker system in there. And then Kristoff from Truman Show can speak to the peasants out on the street through the smart pole. All right, it goes on to say digital signage. 
Thanks to their network connectivity, a variety of digital signage can be attached to the smart poles. These displays can be used for virtually any purpose. The most common use will be public messages. But when the Internet of Things is in full swing, the signs can be used to deliver personalized messages and advertisements to individual pedestrians. You heard that correctly. Uh, Let me repeat. The most common use will be public messages. We are having a concert on the green at 8 p.m. But when the Internet of Things is in full swing, the signs can be used to deliver personalized messages and advertisements to individual pedestrians. That's right. Now, you would say, how do they know that it's me, Dustin? walking down the street and i want to see a dog food ad show up on the pole because i happen to be a half a block away from petco and i needed to get dog food well folks in the metaverse in web 3 in the matrix that they are building around you they know you because one you might be wearing a fitbit or an iWatch, maybe an ar headset maybe a pair of uh, augmented reality contact lenses, Uh, maybe because you're carrying your phone in your pocket or your tablet or your laptop, or maybe just because they're scanning your face everywhere you go. If the system becomes as powerful as it can be, this is all doable. This is why they're building quantum computing and everything else to be able to handle the data. Let's say you drive from a rural area that has no smart technology and you enter a city. Let's say you enter Coral Gables and it picks up your license plate. Boom. Dustin's there, or at least his car is there. But don't worry. Let's see if it's Dustin. It scans your license plate, then it scans your face from another camera, and they know now you are in the city of Coral Gables. Now, when you park your car, which is it's totally tracked, once you're inside, you cannot escape because you're being scanned and tracked everywhere you go. You go, uh, think about it going inside of a store, except you're going into the city. They could track you everywhere you are inside of a store, inside of a Costco if they wanted to with all the different cameras and stuff. So now you go park at a parking lot or you park at a meter all of which is tracked. You have to pay for the meter, par- uh, pay for the parking lot. You're doing that through a debit card, a Apple Pay. You're doing that through a credit card. You're doing that through your future central bank digital currency wallet, all tracked, right? So they know it's you. Now you get out of your car and you're walking down the street. Now, either one, they could be using geolocating on your phone, which that's all connected into the system now. Whether you turn it on or off doesn't matter. Uh, It's being tracked. And they can do this through RFID chips that are inside of your credit cards. Uh, They could be doing it through the facial recognition cameras that they have on all the smart poles that could be every 20 feet. So they know everywhere you are. Uh, If people have ring doorbells or the shops on the street have Amazon Ring or Google products that they have attached up into the system, that's all being fed into the neural network. You know, it's the headquarters that they built in Coral Gables, Florida, right? So you're being tracked everywhere you go inside that city. And all of a sudden now, you walk past a poll and you happen to see an advertisement that was a personalized ad for dog food or something. Well, how did they know you needed dog food? Well, everything that you're giving up on Facebook, Twitter, the internet, your searches, Google, 
your phone, your text messages, your phone calls, everything. Videos you watch on YouTube. I don't notes you put on your phone. All that is going up into a cloud, folks. And what they want to be able to do is connect all that data. So everything you're doing in coordination, uh, in cooperation, while you're giving up this data to the cloud, to the internet, to the metaverse, to Web3, it's all being collected and processed in real time. There's a running digital profile on you. And so they know what you need, what you want, what you desire. This is where Yuval Noah Harari, the king philosopher of the fourth industrial revolution and the World Economic Forum, is right when he says data is like gold. Data is the new gold. Property was the most valuable asset, but now it is data. We know you better than you know yourself. Those who control the data are the gods of the new era. And that is why, ladies and gentlemen, so you walk by that poll, an ad pops up just the same way. If you go research AI right now, and then you go on your personal Facebook, you'll start seeing ads for artificial intelligence. And, and just think of it in simple terms. They're listening to you or watching your searches, and then those ads are delivered to you. All right? And that's how this works, folks. So you'll be walking down the street, boom, that billboard is going to come up with the dog food because they know you need to get dog food and they know you're within, you know, 100 yards of Petco. And that's how it works. You're tracked at all times. It's no joke. It's no joke. And they don't hide it. They're openly talking about it here. Goes on to say, as you can see, smart poles are excellent entry point for cities looking to adopt smart city technology. While there are many other tasks that smart poles can perform, hopefully this article has shed some light on the potential of this, quote, soon to be everywhere, end quote, technology. And again, let's go back up to the beginning. This article was written in August 2020, just about four months into COVID land, the high school theater production. Now, I would check this site out, MillerElectric.com. Again, M-E-C-O-J-A-X. Dot com. A lot of good information on here if you want to learn more about uh, smart technology and what's coming. Now, I want to show you this real quick. Um, I've just started doing some basic research on this. I uh, haven't gone deep, but this is Hawadawa.com, H-A-W-A-D-A-W-A.com. This is Germany. And uh, it's talking about using existing urban infrastructures to measure air quality, smart poles of Wastengree and Hawadawa devices intelligently combined. And this is from October 2020. So in the same year as the kickoff of COVID land, the high school theater production. It says Hawadawa is working with West Energy AG's smart pole factory in a project of the company in Essen, Hawadawa, sentience air measuring devices are installed in smart pole lights and the reason why i started um looking down this path is we know at some point the technocrats are going to have to be measuring carbon you know co2 it all fits into the green graft uh and and i'm wondering if at some point these co2 readers are going to be put into all of these smart poles and smart devices they have to be able to do this we know to be able to track uh this for carbon credits and eventually i think carbon credits are going to be handed out down to the last individual like you and i will be assigned 
I don't know, whatever, whatever, 20,000 carbon credits for a 12-month period, a one-year period, and then our universal basic income and or our central bank digital currency, however they're going to distribute that, will be based on uh, carbon credits. Uh, I think I do believe this is the system they want. Uh, based on everything I've read and, and we're putting all the pieces together. But so they're going to have to be able to track uh, the carbon that you are releasing into the environment, you know, to deem you like a constant polluter. And that's going to decide how many carbon credits you're going to get. I don't know. Maybe you'll be able to trade carbon credits with other people. Like maybe you have a grandmother who stays in her home all day. She emits no carbon and you can buy credits from her or trade credits for her. I, I don't know exactly how that's going to work yet. I assume it's going to be very similar to the energy certificate model designed over a hundred years ago by the uh, technocracy incorporated movement because it seems like everything else fits right in so when i get back let's look a little bit into this because the um these uh air pollution measuring devices being put into smart poles i know are much more nefarious than them just wanting to measure air pollution so that they can regulate that and make life uh, safer for you. I know that's not what it's about. So let's just take a look at this. I'm not going to go into depth on it yet. Uh, this is just kind of the beginning of something I'm going to be researching down the road. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be right back. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 